Hey y'all, welcome to Adventures with Aggie brought to you by the Ryan Martin Foundation. Today we have Diego Mariscal on the show. He's from Together International and he's also a para swimmer for Team Mexico. He's going to tell us all about his story in swimming as well as how he started Together International and a bit about his accelerator project whose deadline is next week. Please welcome Diego. Diego, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Very excited to be here. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm excited to hear about you and Together International. Um, But first, kind of just get started. Can you give me some background into who you are and what you do? Sure, sure. Um, We can start right at the beginning. So I was born in the States actually by accident. Uh, My parents, who are both Mexicans, were shopping in uh, the States, in the United States, and I was born six months and a half into my mom's pregnancy. So pretty tiny baby. As a result of that, I have CP, cerebral palsy. And it's funny because, especially my mom, she jokes and says that I've always been really stubborn, even before I was born, because I wanted to get out quickly, right? And so uh, growing up with CP was definitely, in Mexico specifically, was definitely um, challenging. I remember um, asking a kid if he wanted to play with me, and he said that his his dad didn't let him play with weird kids, right? And so it's definitely from an early age, definitely seeing how society perceives people with disabilities differently. Um, but I think one of the things that was really interesting in my life and and a really unique opportunity was being able to meet other disabled people um, through swimming and through sports. I started swimming because I needed physical therapy. And so in a way for my parents to keep me motivated and keeping me wanting to uh, continue to to exercise, they said, why don't you compete? And um, and we didn't really know what to expect, but we ended up, uh, me and my, my physical therapist, who was also my trainer, found out, he found out that there was a competition going on a week from when he told me. And so we only had a week to train, um, but we ended up training really hard and actually winning a gold medal for my state. It was the first gold medal um, that my state ha- had won in the Paralympics. Um, And so I started to get all these media attention and, you know, this uh, recognition. And I was just kind of along for the ride. I loved it. But I also saw that it gave me a platform to advocate and and to do more. And so um, with that, I was able to rally other people. And we actually advocated for a accessible, um, a more accessible facilities where we were training. And so, because the ones we were at were completely, I mean, there was fungus and it was not great and completely inaccessible. And so um, we ended up going to the mayor's office and saying, you know, this is where we're training. These are our results. We need better facilities. And they did, they, they, they got new facilities. The Mexican first lady came to inaugurate, inaugurate 
the the facility and now it's one of the of the uh, you know key centers for paralympians in uh, in mexico but i share all this because i think a thread in my life has been this idea of how do we change the perception that people have of disability and also how do we bring disabled people together to create change long-winded answer but that's that's the sort of root of, of my work in my life that's that's awesome i appreciate you kind of setting the stage there for um some more questions but i guess just first follow-ups for you um can you describe cerebral palsy for people who don't know what it is yeah so cerebral palsy manifests in different ways for different people typically what it is is a brain a lack of oxygen in the brain and that can come from a brain injury or birth. Um, and for me, the way it manifests is trouble walking, reading and writing. Um, uh, I have to ask for accommodations in school, but for some people it affects their hands, their speech. Uh, for me, it was primarily my legs. Got it. Okay. That helps just, I don't want people, people wondering, and they're not sure yeah. <laughs> what's going on, but um, love that. Thank you for explaining. Um, Follow up to your sporting kind of, you kind of talked a little bit about your sporting career, but I want to go a little deeper into that. And then we'll talk about together international. But um, when, I guess, when did you start swimming and how did you know that you wanted to do this competitively? I know you won one of your first meets. Was that the time when you were like, this is my thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was, it was really by accident. I love getting the attention. Um, I love um, knowing that, my therapy didn't have to be a chore anymore. It could be something that I had more control over, um, that I was actually, that it could be competitive. I, I'm a very competitive person, so that it could be competitive. Um, I love that I got to travel all over the country and meet people. I, I One of my closest, closest friends just won a, her, a bronze medal in the Paralympics. And it's crazy that we met almost 12 years ago um, at uh, meet. Um, so you mean you get to meet this amazing people. Um, it's honestly something that I miss doing, um, but it really is a life's work and life's dedication and, and, and my life pulled me in a different direction, but I, I, I like to think that I bring the same level of, of tenacity and, and ferocity to the work that I do now to when I when I used to swim. That's awesome. You're you're really good at leading into what's coming next. <laughs> so let's talk about the work that you're doing now. Um, where did Together International come from? Where was this idea originated? Yeah, good question. So together, um, you know, I was lucky enough to had built another organization called Limitless in Mexico when I was in high school. And it was, again, rooted in this idea of how do we change perceptions of people with disabilities. And so what we did was we would do things like eating without being able to see or using public transportation in a wheelchair or communicating without speaking. And that was a way for students to learn more about disability. And so in 
four years, we went to uh, 15 high schools across the country. 80% of it was corporate funded. Um, and it still continues to be one of the largest youth-led movements on disability. I don't know how they're doing with COVID right now, but, uh, but it was a great experience. And so my first intention with Together International was to, to basically bring what I had done in Mexico to the States. Um, but I soon realized First, you know, I learn more. I learn more about the disability rights movement. I learn more about the issues people face. Um, and one of the things I realized that was a big issue um, was unemployment. People with disabilities face one of the highest levels of unemployment, almost double the rate of non-disabled people. And what's crazy is that this is a problem that the Americans with Disabilities Act, um, which is over 30 years old was meant to solve. And so to me, that, that was really confusing, right? This law that had all these goals and one of the corner goal was to reduce the unemployment and that hasn't been achieved, right? And so I guess I've always been really entrepreneurial and driven to solving complex problems because immediately I started thinking, okay, educating students is, is fine, but how can we go beyond that? What does it mean to really change perceptions? Um, and so we tried a bunch of things. We tried, we realized that when we were doing um, workshops in classrooms, it was a great way to educate students, but it wasn't working directly with people, with disabled people. Uh, and so I said, you know, we really need to pivot to be able to work directly with disabled people. Then we moved to, doing advocacy campaigns. And so we would pick a topic for a month and we would do like police brutality or we would do, um, uh, what's another one? Um, employment, or we would do um, accessibility in schools. And that was a way to basically support advocates directly. But then everyone would tell us, you know, your campaigns are great. We want to participate, but we need money for, for jobs, right? And so I, we said, well, if jobs is an issue, why don't we focus on entrepreneurship as a way to solve that issue? And so, and that blew up. I mean, we had like over 50 people from all over the country come to our first meeting. Um, we had the deputy mayor uh, speak in support of our work. They were one of our first uh, financial supporters. So it just kind of like the stars align, but I think also my personal development and together's personal development very much go hand in hand. And so it's, it's interesting to see how I have evolved and how that mirrors the, the organization. Yes, that's, I love asking that question that you're kind of hinting at to all of my guests, usually it's like, what did you learn about yourself from competing in your sport? But for you, what have you learned about yourself through the process of launching and creating and acting on together? Yeah, good question. Um, you know, I think that I really am an entrepreneur, that I really am kind of wired this way. And what I mean by that is, um, I'm a little bit obsessive, right? Like I think about work 
the last thing I think about when I go to bed is work. The first thing I think about when I wake up is work. And and when I was, I remember even to to go back to swimming. I remember being on my on my um, meets and practicing and being in the pool and thinking. This was back when I had created the first organization, Limitless, and thinking about. I was doing the labs, but I was almost doing it monotonous, monotonously, like automatically, because I, in my head, I was thinking, okay, we need to do this, we need to do that, we need to change this. So it's, it's this like all-consuming thing. And I thought, I always thought that, oh, everyone's like this. Everybody loves their jobs. Everybody, you know, thinks about their passion 24-7. And I think what I've learned along the way is that that's not the case. Not everybody is like that. Um, and it, to be honest, it's a little bit lonely sometimes Sometimes because people don't recognize the intensity that it can take. Um, but at the same time, that helps me because it, it demonstrates that the work that we're doing is very important and that that's that's the competitive advantage right being so obsessed and obsessed in in the good sense of the word i think you know my life is is pretty well balanced but obsessed in that you know i think about together all the time and i think in a way also athletes can relate to this because it's it's all consuming when you when you're competing you know you have to figure out what you eat you have to figure out when you go to bed, you know, and all those things, I have to think about them too. So what what's great is being able to translate some of the skills that I gain as an athlete into my entrepreneurship journey, basically. Yeah, I think that's great. I think that's probably why so many athletes do have some kind of other project that they're doing while they're competing, or maybe they retire and they start a foundation or something like that. I feel like that's a very uh, common thing for athletes to do. And there's also just the drive to use your platform to do something, Yes, which I think is huge, especially now. Everybody's talking about the athlete platform and how to make a difference using sport and their voices and stuff like that. But I think that's a, that's a really good point that you made there, but awesome. Okay, I wanna ask you more about together, kind of go into the mission. Um, you already kind of talked about how it came about, but what are some of the mission, the values, like how would you sell it to a listener to get involved? <laughs> yeah, great, um, great questions. And, you know, I get so passionate about the origins and the story. Sometimes I get to, to like plug in my own work. So um, we work on supporting entrepreneurs with disabilities and that really stems from, you know, People with disabilities are already entrepreneurial. From the moment we wake up, we have to figure out how do we get dressed, how we drive, how we communicate, right? And so all we're doing is we're translating those skills into business skills, into entrepreneurship skills. And so we support entrepreneurs of all um, at all stages, whether you have an idea, whether you have some... Um, you know, traction in the market or whether you're looking to raise funds. Um, we, we support entrepreneurs at various stages. Um, right now, our, our current uh, big project or big program is at an accelerator cohort 
that's specifically focusing around technology and supporting entrepreneurs, founders with disabilities working in the, te in the technology space. And this is this particularly exciting because it's possible, this cohort is possible with the support from Google for Startups, which Google for Startups is sort of the, the startup arm of, uh, of Google. So it's really exciting to be able to offer um, these entrepreneurs products and services and mentorship and coaching um, in, in, you know, with the support from, from Google for Startups. And so, um, yeah, really excited. Uh, the application closes September 13. So, you know, it's coming up, but uh, feel free to reach out to us with questions, um, comments. We're always happy to even get on a call, you know, one-on-one -on -one with people to strengthen their, their application. Um, super excited. This is the first tech cohort that we're doing. So uh, really Excited, and I can't wait to hopefully come back and share with you all the results from it. I love that. I love that. You and whoever comes out of this project, super excited <laughs> afterwards. We'll have to have you guys back on. Yeah. Um, that sounds awesome. I'm pumped. I'm pumped for you. I'm pumped for together. I'm pumped for whoever these people are that are entering into this uh, program here. Um, but I'm going to ask specifically again, how can people find more information on together, you, the accelerator, um, and kind of what does this application situation look like? Yeah, great. Um, so our, our handles all over are together-international, but the kicker is that together is with a two. So it's two GE. 2-G-E-T-H-E-R um, dash international dot org. Um, since this is a, a, a podcast and you can't really see the logos and stuff, um, the G actually in our logo is a wheelchair and it's to represent the disability rights movement and um, the history of, of it. Even if you look at the, um, the wheelchair, we try to do it more modern than your typical uh, wheelchair. So uh, ingrained some of that disability component, but also recognizing that it's, it's disabled people and non-disabled people coming together to really change the perception that of disability. Um, so that's a bit about where you can find together stuff. For me, um, my name, Diego Mariscal, in all places, right? Um, happy to to um, feel free to reach out and happy to to engage. Um, and then, what does the application look like specifically? So, it's I would say it's pretty detailed. We ask, um, you know, background of the person, background of the business, some financial information. So, I would say that for a successful application, we would want to see some traction, um, some proof of concept. This particular program, although we offer programs for all stages, but this particular program is not meant for idea stage, right? It's meant for someone that already has some traction. So um, if that's you, please consider uh, applying. I know that 
oftentimes I also say, you know, the um, when we get opportunities like this to work with with um, Google for startups and and other amazing partners, it's really also up to the disability community to show up and to take advantage of these opportunities. Because the more we can, and even, even recognizing that the majority of disabilities are actually invisible, right? So even if you have anxiety, depression, um, that, can, that definitely counts as a disability. It, the question is, do you identify with this community? Do you, are you willing to be sort of vulnerable and talk about um, how is your disability? That's always our, our, our model, right? Like, how is my disability a competitive advantage for business? Um, and so if that's you, then um, please consider applying. I know we would um, love to have as many diverse at least athletes and non-athletes as possible perfect i love it great plug great plug but let's um just kind of wrap up with the question that i ask every single guest that comes on the show what advice would you give to younger diego i would say trust trust your gut trust your instincts um this might go kind of a long-winded story but i you know there were a lot of people, especially in the early days of Together, that didn't see kind of the value that we were trying to create. Didn't see um, the, the importance of what we were trying to do. And so it's a delicate balance because you definitely wanna to listen to people. What's interesting is when you, and I may be going on a tangent here, but what's interesting is um, when you, when you ask for feedback and people give you feedback and you listen to their feedback, people assume that that means that you have to take their feedback. And that's not the case. When you're listening to feedback, you should listen, internalize and try to comprehend why, why they're saying what they're saying. That doesn't mean that you have to agree with what they're saying, right? And so I think that was a lesson that, that I learned. Um, at a, at, a, at a turning point in my life that it was like, I really do know what I'm doing. I really, um, this is really important work and, and it should get done. And so um, being able to just trust myself and trust my inner wisdom um, is, is something that I, um, that I certainly wish I knew early on. For sure. Totally agree with you. Not a tangent. It makes total sense. I appreciate the, the kind of storytelling part of that answer too. Um, speaking from experience, which is always good. But um, this has been great. Diego, thank you so much for sharing your story and telling us all about Together. I'm excited. I'll link everything below the website, the application landing page for the accelerator. Um, and yeah, I hope everybody goes and applies. Amazing. <laughs> amazing thank you so much for having having me um talk about about this work is definitely really important to me and i am excited to see um what what comes of it diego thank you so very much for coming on the show stay tuned for more episodes of adventures with aggie coming on thursday featuring goalball uk